It's good to be with you again. Thanks for being with us. As always, we pray we're a blessing to you. <clears throat> we're in our series uh, during Lent leading up to Easter, and it's uh, the I Am series. It's the seven I Am statements of Jesus. Uh, a lot of people teach on this uh, a lot. It's just really good stuff. <clears throat> Today, we're in the, the section of the I Am series on Jesus saying, I am the door. And I want to read you that verse. It's John 10, 9. Let me read it to you. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will come in and go out and he will find pasture. Let's pray. Father, help me to be a plain preacher today, so plain that a child would understand me. <clears throat> help me to be in tune to your Holy Spirit. Uh, any, any prompting from you to give a word of knowledge to anybody that's listening or watching or both, uh, if you prompt me with it, Lord, I want to be obedient to speak to it. And then, uh, Lord, you look at all of us, but you see me differently today. I'm your teacher. I'm your preacher. And in that and on that, is a, there's a great and a more strict judgment on me. And I know that, and I accept my place in rightly dividing your word. So in the name of Jesus, I pray his name that I preach. Amen. In John 10, 9, he makes the statement, I am the door. He also makes it earlier in John 10, 7. And we're asking you to read the Gospel of John with us through the season of Lent. There's not scheduled reading. Just read it. If you get finished before Easter, turn right around and read it again. But the, the I am statements in this series are coming from the Gospel of John. So before we get to this statement that Jesus says that he is the door, uh, we've got to find out what's leading up to this moment, this teaching moment. So in John 9, the, the preceding chapter, uh, there is the healing of the blind man. And uh, this sets up Jesus saying, I am the door. So we're going to walk through this in, in kind of a cursory type of way, a kind of a synopsis here. Uh, um, number one, the, this blind man, he's been blind from birth. And the disciples asked the question, who sinned? They asked this to Jesus. Who sinned? Was it this man or his parents that sinned? <clears throat> and Jesus said, neither. Neither, either one of them, the, the blind man has it or the parents. And he said, uh, the healing that's really going to happen is going to be for the glory of God. So he, he spits on the ground, uh, makes mud, uh, takes that mud, covers his eyes, <clears throat> and tells him to go wash himself at the pool of Siloam. And the word Siloam is a, is a word that means sent. Uh, so he sent to the pool of sent. And he's going to wash his eyes. He goes, he washes his eyes, and he comes back seen for the first time in his life. So the man is questioned by the Jewish leaders that are around him. In fact, he's questioned twice. We're going to see that you can really work it in. He's questioned three times. But uh, how, how have you received your sight? And he responded that it was Jesus who did it. So uh, they, didn't, they didn't believe him. They didn't believe that, uh, that there's like there's some kind of a scam going on here. There's some kind of trickery going on here. So the, 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 the Jewish leaders go, well, go get his parents. And so they go get his parents and they come back and they ask him a question. And uh, how this happened? They said, we, we don't know. You need to ask him. He's of age for you to ask him. 
And uh, Jesus has already said at this point, or the Jews have, the Jewish leaders have already said at this point, that if anybody says that Jesus is the Messiah, they are going to be banned or kicked out of the synagogue. Now, this is very important to teaching to the story or the statement, I am the door. <clears throat> very important to it as we set it up. So they, they, question, they question this blind man again, the Jewish leaders do. And his response was, I was blind and now I can see. And he gives glory to the Lord. And then we find him later on worshiping him. But uh, they, they kicked him out of the synagogue. They threw him out. And in John chapter 9, verse 35, I, I told Logan, who's uh, filming this and does the editing for this and leads worship on what you're seeing, you know Logan already, and Tyra, <clears throat> we chatted before about this verse. This is a beautiful, beautiful piece of treasure here. It's a gem uh, in, in John 9, 35. <clears throat> it said, when Jesus... When Jesus heard that they had thrown the man out, um, it says he found him. And he asked, do you believe in the Son of Man? Do you believe in the Son of Man? I love the fact that when they threw him out, Jesus went and, and found him. It becomes a beautiful transition here, which then leads, if you see that the, the Jewish leaders uh, the Pharisees are listed here, that they, they see themselves as the door. Do you see that already? They see themselves as the door by which you can enter and leave the synagogue. And then they threw him out, but Jesus went and found him. Uh, this is going to open up the door to Jesus teaching that he is the door, pun intended. Uh, it is going to lead up to that. So uh, these people uh, believe that the, the, they know the door of God leads really through them, not anybody else. So we have uh, the teaching of John 10 that's going to lead up to the door. It's mixed with the teaching of a shepherd. Now, I'm only going to handle the shepherd part just a little bit because next Sunday is going to be the sermon, I am the good shepherd, his I am statement. So I don't want to mix these. as I want to keep them separate as much as I can uh, for the next Sunday sermon. But he uses a familiar illustration here. It would be familiar to everybody listening, and it has to do with shepherd, has to do with shepherds, it has to do with sheep, it has to do with the sheepfold. It has to do with all that. So when he taught about the sheepfold in chapter 10, he's talking about a, a rock enclosure. It's about waist high. And uh, on top of it, they would put sticks and briars and branches and anything they could to keep from anything coming over it. I know I've been in foreign countries where they build walls around their houses uh, and they build them for safety. And on top of it, they put broken glass and they have it in the, the cemented in the top part to keep people from crawling over. <clears throat> it, it would even be like the barbed wire across the top of a, the fence of a prison. Uh, <clears throat> so they, 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 it looks like a, it can be round or oval or even square or rectangle shape. And it is an enclosure with that rock fence and debris on top of it. And then it has an opening in it. Uh, and the opening does not have a physical door or a gate to it. It's open. 
and it is it's referred to as the sheep gate uh, or even as the door. And when it comes to the shepherd, when he brought them in at night, he would, he would be the door. In other words, he would, he would sleep in that opening. He would lay in that opening to keep the sheep secure and guard them by laying across it. Uh, and the, the, when it comes to the shepherd part, and I only want to go this far into handling the shepherd, it said the sheep would know the voice of their shepherd. They, uh, there may be one shepherd guarding the opening of the door by laying against it, but there could be multiple flocks together in this sheepfold. And even though they're mixed and mingled together, and for me and you, they can be real confusing, uh, the, the other shepherds would come and the sheep would know their voice and they would, they would follow him. So they knew, the, they, they knew the actions and the voice of their own personal shepherd. Uh, becomes very important to us even in next Sunday's sermon. So uh, the, the sheep, they would obey the voice of the one that leads and guides and protects them. Uh, so <clears throat> when we get, into, uh, we get into these verses here in just a moment, we're going to be bringing up that um, there's people who try to get the sheep. But they don't come through the door where the shepherd is. They try to go over the wall. And Jesus refers to them as thieves and robbers. Uh, and because this sheepfold is a place of security, uh, it's a place where there's no harm and hopefully there are no intruders. Uh, and then we get to John chapter 10, verse one. He says, I assure you, Anyone who doesn't enter the sheep pen by the door, but climbs in some other way is a thief and a robber. Jesus is very clearly saying to this and as plain as he can, there's one way in and there's one way out. Uh, and the, it's the intention of this story. Any other way than through that door or through that gate uh, is, uh, is looked upon as being a thief or a robber. Uh, thieves and robbers in this teaching of Jesus are referred to as false teachers, and not only false teachers, but false messiahs. And uh, he's pointing to the Jewish leaders and the Pharisees and others here that this can be you, meaning you, you all are trying to get to the sheep and you're not coming through this, the door. You're not doing that. Don't, don't forget the teaching of the blind man. They think they are the door. They think that they declare who's a sinner and who's a saint. <clears throat> who can come in and who we kick out. They're thinking their way is the way to God. And they're seeing Jesus as being foreign to this, that Jesus is trying to take every bit of this away. So he's referring to them as the thieves and the robbers, false teachers, false messiahs, and he's pointing them out. John chapter 10, verse seven, Jesus again says this about him being the door. Uh, so Jesus said again, I assure you, I am the door of the sheep. I think you understand the door now. They kicked the blind man out. Jesus found him. The Pharisees and the Jewish leaders think they are the door. And Jesus is coming in and saying, no, you're not the door. I am the door. I think you're understanding the door. But the sheep that's in the sheepfold can be a reference to Israel, his people, 
or to the people of the kingdom of God. But make no mistake about it, he's saying that the sheep in the fold are his. They are his sheep. John chapter 10, verse eight. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, meaning false teachers, false messiahs. But the sheep did not listen to them. And the reason they did not listen is because they were a foreign voice. They were a foreign voice. It matches chapter 10, verse one, where he says, anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the door, but climbs in some other way is a thief and a robber. <clears throat> uh, uh, then, we, then we get to John 10, 9, where we began. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved. He will come in and go out and he will find pasture. This is a statement that is saying he is the Messiah. That salvation, salvation is, is through him. He is the door. The coming in and the going out is a reference to abundant life. And try to be sheep for a moment, will you? Let's try to be sheep. Isaiah said, we're all like sheep. We've gone our own way. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you to try to be sheep for a moment, okay? Under the care of the shepherd. To go in and out and to find pasture would be the ultimate life. The picture here is that when the shepherd puts them in the fold at night, that rock fence with the debris on it and sleeps across the opening, there, there's safety there. There's safety there. There's comfort there. <clears throat> we'll eventually get into the 23rd Psalm next Sunday. He's taking care of the sheep. <clears throat> Excuse me, when they go out, when the shepherd leads them out, it is a picture of the, God, the guidance of God. And not only that, he's not leading them to not eat and to not drink. He's leading them to pasture. So to sheep, to sheep living in this scenario where you've got the you've got the sheepfold at night guarded by the shepherd and then you've got his guidance to drink and water the next day man this is heaven you know this is a this is a picture of abundant life and we're getting Jesus is so masterful at his teaching he is setting every bit of that up to sheep having a safe place at night to go to and then having a shepherd's guidance during the day and to find pasture, man, that's everything that sheep would want. Uh, and he's saying, I am the door. I am the door by which my people go in and out and live abundant life. And then that moves us to John 10, 10, a very famous verse. It says, a thief comes only to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I have come so that they may have life and have it in abundance. Jesus teaches in what's called a triad here. It's threes, steal, kill, destroy. Jesus teaches that way. Uh, Paul teaches that way. Like the, there's faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love. Do you see, you see how that triad works in a lot of the teaching? Um, and uh, he's using a triad here, meaning to steal, kill, and destroy. Uh, the fact that he's wanting, the, they're wanting to steal the sheep, uh, obviously. And not only that, if they can't steal them, they'll just, they'll, they'll slaughter them, or to or to disrupt or destroy the union between the sheep and the shepherd. <clears throat> Is uh, they, in other words, they want to brutalize the sheep, these false teachers, these false messiahs. 
and thieves and robbers are used in these descriptions. Uh, back in, in John chapter 10, verse 1, uh, we have it again in John uh, chapter uh, 10, verse 8. We have it again in John chapter 10, verse 10. Is a picture of that. Now, is, is, this, uh, is this a picture of the enemy, Satan? Yes, it is. Uh, in, in an indirect way, but also it can be a direct way. Uh, because the, the enemy, you have to understand this, why the enemy wants you to believe there is another door. Very simple teaching here. That there is another way other than through Jesus. And when we get further along in the I am statements, Jesus is going to emphatically say there is no other way. I am the door. They thought they were the door of which they could let the blind man in the synagogue or kick the blind man out of the synagogue. And when they threw him out, remember the verse 935, Jesus went and found him a lovely, beautiful verse that is a treasure, went and found him. And then Jesus comes back and basically is going, you're not the door. You think you're the door to God, but I am that door. The enemy through thievery, through robbery, uh, stealing your abundant life, the slaughter of you, or even the destruction of life, ministry, anything that could happen. Uh, it, is, it is to get you to think that there is some other way. Let me ask you a question. Do you believe there is another way? I don't. You might. Uh, I wanna encourage you to search the scriptures. And even let the Holy Spirit reveal to you that there is no other way. You're going, well, man, we're talking about the thieves and the robbers are the false teachers and the false messiahs. Uh, there are not that many diversions today. Hey, folks, there are more diversions now today than Jesus being the door than in, I believe any other time in history. These, these intruders, they still exist. And it's meant to pull you away or to get you to believe that there is another way. He wants to prevent eternal life. Satan wants to prevent you from spending eternity with your Savior, the one who gave you life. He, he loves to brutalize us because God loves us so much. He wants to brutalize us and he wants to steal or kill or destroy even your abundant life. And in John 10, 10, look at the beauty of this teaching of John 10, 10. There's a contrast here. The thief and the robbers, as we've been handling in the other verses, they intrude, they come only to steal, kill, and destroy, to disrupt or to destroy. But look what he says. I have come so that you might have life and have it in abundance just like the shepherd to the, to the sheep in this category. If I can look at life from the sheep, I've got safety in the fold. I've got a shepherd that guides me and he guides me to uh, the green pastures and the still waters. He leaves me there. To the sheep, man, this is a ticket, you know? And it's a picture of coming in and out and finding pasture, John 10, 9, of abundant life. And look what Jesus says. Jesus says, I have come that you might have life and you might have abundant life and have it in abundance. It's called Zoe life, life that is above and beyond biological living. Only God can give it. Warren Wiersbe said this, and I want to say this to you in closing. 
that uh, God gave his life, the Lord gave his life for us, but listen to this, he not only gave his life for us, he gave his life to us. I want you to hear that. that there is a life that Jesus is willing to give to you that is his life. Why do you think scripture says we become joint heirs with Christ? What, the, what God intends to give Jesus is in eternity, he intends to give you. Uh, we are joint heirs together with him. He not, only, he not only gave his life for us, but he gives his life to us. Uh, listen, uh, he is the door. Jesus is the door of everything that God has to offer you. Don't you let the enemy through false teaching, false messiahs, through ideas and vain philosophies, don't, don't, don't let the enemy pull you away to thinking there is another way or get you to believing that there is another way. Jesus says, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved. He will come in and go out and he will find pasture. It is abundant living is what he's trying to get him to say. Listen, I love John 9, 35. If it, the, the synagogue kicks you out, they kick you out, he's gonna come find you. He's a good shepherd and that's another sermon for another day. Listen, thanks for being with us. Remember, he is the door by which we all get to God. He is the door that we go through and we're thankful for the that he is. I'm grateful that there's not many doors. I'm grateful that there's just one and it's the person of Jesus. Remember that we love you, we all love you, and you know what we say to each other before we leave, grace and peace. Make sure you live in both of them. God bless you.